0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So a couple things to announce today. We have the Braves agreeing to an extension with their manager. The extension with their manager, Brian Snitker. It's going to be a two-year contract extension through the 2023 season. It contains a club option for 2024 as well. I mean, three consecutive division titles... That, that speaks well for him, obviously. So they're gonna keep him around. Braves have been very successful in recent years. Obviously, it's not all the managers doing, but you know he he's part of it. He's part of it, and they're gonna keep him around. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And he has a good re- reputation down there, especially you know among the players, along the organization, along the fan base. Among the fan base, I've never really heard any bad things about Snicker. But then again, I'm not too in tune with the Atlanta Braves fan base. So it's actually the second straight spring with an extension for Bryce Snicker. Although today's additional two years gives a stronger vote of confidence than what they gave him last year, which is a one-year extension. And, you know, there, there you go. I mean, that deal would have expired at the end of this season. So they're keeping him around for two more years because he had a great season in 2020. He's 65. I mean, this dude is a Braves lifer. He spent more than four decades in the Braves organization, including the past five as... The manager. I mean, he originally took over midway through the 2016 season after they got rid of Freddie Gonzalez. And, you know, he managed the club to a 72 and 90 showing in his first full season 2017. But he's captured three consecutive division titles with a team that's played 578 ball in the regular season since 2018. The Braves are 222 and 162 during that time. And his overall managerial record in the majors stands at 353 and 317. So, I mean, you might be wondering where did all the other decades with organization the organization come from? Well, he's managed seven different minor league affiliates and had two different stints as the major league bullpen coach, both of them were in the 80s. He served as the third base coach for both Freddie Gonzalez and Bobby Cox. He was voted National League Manager of the Year in 2018. And since then, he's finished third and fourth in subsequent manager of the year, balloting. So, I mean, he's he's coached and managed all through the levels of that organization, and everyone knows who he is, so he's going to stick around. So, congrats to him, but the, Bra- the Braves have some, some work to do, obviously. They've been to the postseason now, you know, for a few years. They need to get over that hump. I mean, last year, they ran into a, into a Dodgers team that obviously won it all, so, I mean, Obviously, they, they did go deep into the playoffs, but going uh, getting over that hump means making it to the World Series. They made it deep, you know, NLCS, but they, they need to make it to the World Series to really, you know, take that next step. In other news, Kelvin Herrera has announced his retirement. You guys might remember Kelvin Herrera, the two-time All-Star 2015 World Series champion with the Kansas City Royals. He just announced today. He's retiring after spending parts of 10 seasons in the major leagues. And you have a, you know, he calls himself, he was a kid from the Dominican Republic. And, you know, I mentioned he's played parts of 10 seasons in the big leagues. Might be a surprise that he's only 31 years old. He just turned 31. And he, I mean, this is what happens when you come up young. He came up to the big leagues at the age of 21, but most of his career was spent with the Royals, a little bit, a cup of coffee with the Nationals and then you know finishing off with the White Sox. But he's going to finish with a 10.2 baseball reference war, a 3.21 career ERA. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. I mean, he went on to thank you know, the Nats and the White Sox as well. But, you know, the Royals are, are the team that everyone's going to remember him as a member of. Because he was on that World Series winning team, and he was an All Star with them. He was an All Star back to back years, twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. So, I mean, when he made his big league debut, or his first full season, I should say, was twenty twelve, and he was that was his rookie year. He actually worked to a two three five ERA in eighty four and a third innings with nineteen holds, three saves, and his fastball averaged ninety eight point five. I mean, in a normal year, that would have no doubt gotten him Rookie of the Year consideration. But 2012 also just happened to be the rookie season for Mike Trout, UNA Cespedes, and Yu Darvish. And those guys got nearly every top three vote on the ballot that year. So he, he wasn't even in the top three. But even without any Rookie of the Year love, Kelvin Herrera had established himself as a dominant late-inning arm in a very short amount of time. I mean, that's the exact role he'd be over the next half decade as a steady presence at the back of some really elite bullpens for the Royals. I mean, we know when they won the World Series, they had a filthy bullpen back there. Wade Davis, Kelvin Herrera, uh, there are more guys in there too. But from 2012 to 2016, I mean, this dude pitched 354 in a third regular season innings with the Royals for a collective 2 5'7 ERA with 106 holds and 17 saves. So it was a juggernaut bullpen for Kansas City. And like I said, it was Wade Davis, Herrera, Greg Holland, Ryan Madsen. Those guys just gave opposing lineups absolute fits in those years. They won the World Series. And once the Royals had, you know, their, their window had passed, they fell out of contention. They traded him to the Nationals for a package of young players, and you know he was injured for a part of his time with the Nats, going out with a Lis Frank tear in his foot. But he did give them 18 and third innings, a 5.34 ERA ball before reaching free agency, and then signing a two-year deal with the White Sox. It didn't really pan out in Chicago, though. He was he was hit pretty hard across his two seasons there. But at his peak, he was absolutely dominant. He'll go down in Royals lore as an absolutely vital member of a bullpen that. Really did fuel a baseball renaissance in Kansas City, and brought brought home the first title in three decades. So he'll hang up his spikes with some good numbers, a three two one ERA, and a great postseason track record. And as I always do, I always like to see you know how much money these guys made. Kelvin Herrera made thirty six point nine million dollars over his career. Not bad, not bad for a guy who played. 10 years in the big leagues at 31, his family will be taken care of. He'll be taken care of. They'll be good. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.